Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. I'm Jen Cutter. U.S. Senator Chris Murphy sent a letter to the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States asking for a review of the financing deal for Elon Musk's $44 billion purchase of Twitter. The purchase includes backing from members of the Saudi royal family and the Kingdom of Qatar. In a letter to Treasury Secretary and CIFI U.S. head Janet Yellen, Murphy said, The purpose of these reviews is clear, to protect the national security interests of the United States and American citizens. Mastodon, a decentralized social network that's been around since 2016, gained over 70,000 new signups on Friday, a day after the Musk Twitter takeover. Unlike Twitter, which is run by a single entity, Mastodon signups are handled by individual federations, each with specific themes, rules, and moderation policies. Mastodon.social is the most popular instance, with 817,219 users. App intelligence firm Sensor Tower reports the Mastodon app jumped to number 21 in the social networking category in the U.S. on the App Store, a record for the service. Last month, Uber launched its advertising division and in-app ads, and on Twitter there were complaints about Uber sending out push notifications of ads sent when users were not actually using the app. TechCrunch got a statement from Uber saying the notifications were a limited test and users can always manage their mobile notification settings under privacy and then notifications in the app. Uber's Q3 results are in. The company released reports revenue of $8.34 billion over the $8.12 billion expected by analysts, but Uber reported a net loss of $1.2 billion for the quarter, $512 million attributed to revaluations of Uber's equity investments. Revenue was up 72% year-over-year, while shares of Uber are down around 36% so far this year. By the way, if you're enjoying Daily Tech Headlines, please share the show with a friend. Microsoft's head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, said he's still planning to ship Call of Duty games on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship to. Spencer's promise comes after Sony said it received an inadequate offer to extend Call of Duty's cross-platform access for three years past the current agreement. Microsoft is also under continued scrutiny from international governments over its proposed $69 billion purchase of Activision Blizzard. From Sony's earnings release, the number of gamers subscribed to PlayStation Plus fell from 47.3 million to 45.4 million this quarter, despite Sony's launch of new tiers and perks for the subscription service. Despite subscribers going down, revenue from Network Services, which includes PlayStation Plus, the discontinued PlayStation Now, and PlayStation Network advertising revenue, increased from around $679 million to $794 million year over year. PlayStation 5 sales are at 25 million consoles as of this quarter, and Nasdaq reports, across Sony in general, that operating profit was up 8%, ahead of analyst estimates. Netflix purchased their sixth game studio, acquiring Spry Fox, best known as the indie developer behind Cozy Grove and Alpha Bear. Co-founder and CEO David Ettery said in a blog post that the company's current games will continue to be available in their current forms on their current platforms, and also that the studio is working on Cozy Grove 2, as well as a larger non-violent MMO. Google Chrome has some new updates, including making its price tracking feature available on desktop months after it was available on the mobile version. 
Chrome is also getting a sidebar search feature similar to one Microsoft Edge added a few months ago. Users can run a normal search, then click a G logo at the right of said search, which will bring up an option to open search inside panel. This will keep results open and scrollable on the right, while the tab's current content remains on screen. According to StatCounter, Groom is the top-used browser globally with 67.34%, and Microsoft Edge has 10.8%. Google paused enforcement of mandating the use of the Play Store billing system in India following an order from the Competition Commission of India. This follows a ruling last week over not restricting any third-party payment systems for in-app purchases and app purchases in the Play Store. Google was fined $113 million for abusing its dominance of the store in the country. Worldwide, Google is allowing third-party payment systems following regulatory challenges in India, South Korea, Japan, and Australia. Shopify acquired Remix, developer of an open-source web framework. It was announced in a joint statement, though financial terms of the deal were not disclosed. On the Shopify engineering blog, the VP of engineering Dion Almeyer said Remix will continue to be an independent and open-source framework. This is Shopify's latest acquisition following the $2.1 billion deal for Deliver, with two R's, a fulfillment tech provider. Slack introduced typing indicators for threads. The new in-thread typing indicators appear right under the message box in a thread, same as they would for messages being typed into a regular channel. The feature is now available to all. And search engine marketing firm SEMrush published a study showing 30% of people are redoing their Google searches by either refining or extending the typed queries. The data came from 20,000 anonymous users making almost half a million unique searches. 70% of them took less than 15 seconds to make a secondary click, and 30% needed to adjust their searches. SEMrush noted the keyword changes happen more on mobile at 29.3%, over 17.9% on desktop. On desktop, the study also found 25.6% of results were zero clicks, possibly meaning the answer they needed was available without having to click through anywhere. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline. Please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.